Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Finally, back in my own apartment, if you can believe it. I'm not dying. It's not a million degrees outside. I'm excited to like have my setups. I have clips, although I forgot about um, just how much kind of trash I can look like on these clips. Like I um, did not shower and uh, I can tell. It's not like I didn't shower in a concerning way because I know, you know, like when you deal with mental health, if you find out that your friend's not showering, that's a red flag. Um, It's just that I was like genuinely too lazy this morning. And like I woke up and Bessie, the podcast, my little bride of 2022, Jenna called me and she just got back from her honeymoon. So it was like shower or take the call. So obviously I took the call and, um, you know, so great to catch up. We love that. And then I just didn't think about it. And now I'm like, my hair is greasy. My shirt's wrinkly. But like, who cares? It's just me and it's just me and my friends hanging out on the podcast here. So like, we're good. Um, Hi, happy getting to mid-September wild. It's almost October, which is like, you know, like fall is my power season. This is where I'm at my absolute wildest, uh, most confident, crazy. It's sometimes sad, um, but it starts in September, but it like heightens in October due to the fact that it's, um, you know, my birthday month. And so we are we are approaching it. We're approaching it. I have my fall decor up. I'm so excited about it. It is full blown pumpkin massacre in here. There are so many pumpkins to the point where I justified I was like okay wait all of my decorations are like just pumpkins and I feel like I need to branch out so I went to home goods and we all know like I'm not um I don't have the money I don't have the funds I don't have the means however I saw this little ghost he is wearing a um pinstripe hat he's holding a sign that says boo he's got a crooked smile and I'm I was obsessed with him. So I had to buy him. He was only um, $10.99. And then I found a mini version of of him for $7.99 that I got my mom because I felt like we needed to have matching decorations because she also loves fall. And it just feels great in here. It's a whole different energy. I love that it's decorated to the season. Like we love to see it. We love a fall moment. I'm just I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. I just looking around here. It makes me so happy. I feel like this is giving me the energy that I need. Okay. And listen, I'm going to preface this early on in the podcast because I know why, y- why y'all are here. I did go on a date on Sunday. I will tell you all about it, but I am going to save it for the end of the pod out of respect for Papa Flo, who listens to the pod. Um, so anyways, we're going to have to talk about like all the other things, but like oh, we're going to get there. OK, um, so also everybody should know if you don't know um, about Taylor Swift. And I went to get my nails done and I was not sure what what color I wanted. I was really stressed about the date because I couldn't figure out my outfit and I wanted my nails to match for whatever reason. And so because I'm crazy and I ended up picking midnight blue. So I am accidentally entering my midnight era right along with Miss Taylor. I'm sorry, Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. And I just feel so great about that fact. And I was I literally like when I got done with him painting them, I was like, Midnight Blue was such a random choice, like for September. And then I was like, oh, midnights, you know, come and pick me up the headlights. Whatever. You love my singing. I know it. Uh, So, yeah, I feel really um, really great about that. I was going to do my TikTok segment and then I honestly like lost I lost all my notes. So I don't know what I've been seeing on TikTok. It's been a lot of like D23 stuff because I do follow like a lot of Disney influencers is that's a part of my my professional job. And so everybody's out of D23 and like that's cool and everything. But I I'm overwhelmed like I don't it's a lot of Disney for me to take in. And um, I didn't get all the details, but like people are talking about the new high school musical, the musical, the series season four and saying like the OG cast is going to be there. And I'm like, is this confirmed? Is it not? Like I can't I'm getting mixed reviews and I'm very um, like I said, I'm very stressed about it because, you know, 
Vanessa Hudgens posted a, a a video or a picture at East High, home of the Wildcats. So did Troy Bolton, a.k.a. Zac Efron. He also posted, and he never posts about High School Musical. You know, like, Vanessa goes down memory lane. Like, we all know. Listen, yeah, it's right. Sneaker Night was an absolute bop and, like, one of the best songs ever created and deserved a Grammy. However, it's not what she's known for. You know, like, she didn't, like go a million places after that. And then even the girl um, who plays Martha, she's been doing a lot of TikToks out there in Salt Lake City. And I'm like, what's the tea? Are you guys, is this happening? And like, if so, I know Olivia Rodrigo's not going to be back, but could you bring her back for like a hot minute? I, I actually have not been watching the show. I did religiously watch High School Musical, the musical, the series first season. Um, and, you know, in second season, they're on their third now, yeah. And I just haven't really gotten into this one. I don't know why. Also, because I've spent the majority of my month at my parents and I don't know how to do Disney Plus in the bedroom that I stay in, you know. And so that was a big reason, I guess. I don't know. I guess I can get into it. I have like shows to catch up on. I haven't watched Only Murderers in the Building. I, for some reason, just like felt the compulsive need to like watch an episode of Ted Lasso today. So like I did that when I got off work instead of watching one of the shows that I needed to. But like. It happens. I think it's because like the Emmys are today and I know the cast is there and I just like wanted a little Ted Lasso in my life. I felt like I needed it. I needed it. And I happened to because, you know, I was rewatching the show and I happened to look back at it. And like the last episode I was on was the actual last episode. So today I just kind of got to round out the season and I don't know. We love to see it. One of the things that I've been teasing a lot here on the podcast is bringing Ask Ashley to the pod. And, you know, I've been dragging my feet, not intentionally, like quite literally dragging my fucking feet because she's a health hot mess. And I finally got up a anonymous Google forum that you can use to submit questions because I was like, OK, well, maybe people don't want to like want me to know it's them. You can always email me the like at AshleySleek.com. You can always just straight DM me on Instagram. If you have my number, you can text me. But also now when you go on my Instagram, click the link in the bio. Um, there is a button there to submit and ask Ashley questions. So I'm super excited to be bringing Ask Ashley to the podcast. Um, I, if you don't know, if you're new, I used to write a blog called Ask Ashley and I had it like throughout college and then I turned it into a YouTube channel. Then I started doing I'm sorry what YouTube videos and then I kind of like fell off the face of the planet and then obviously brought I'm sorry what back as the podcast name and then just wanted to bring Ask Ashley in. It's just like let's I think because I grew up doing radio, you know, and in radio you have segments. The way I started was my first part of being on Dre's morning show was that I would host the celebrity sleaze and I would just come on and I would just do like celebrity gossip stories you know and then I became like a full-time member of the show obviously because like who wouldn't hire me and um anyways I'm just kidding uh it, it was a lot of fun and then you know we had other segments so we had like I don't remember the Siri one what we used to call it tough love with Siri and that was fun like We'd ask Siri questions and, you know, she was like, had a bitchy response. It wasn't obviously like Siri, but you know what I mean? Um, And so I think that like the more I do the podcast, the more I like end up formatting it like a radio show. Nobody's complained and the numbers are good. So I'm just going to continue on with that. And we're going to add Ask Ashley to the pod here. And then if people hate it, they can tell me and then we'll, you know, figure it out from there. Um, So anyway, so I want to talk. I don't have a lot of celebrity gossip. Also, the Emmys are going on right now. So like. I probably should have watched and recorded tomorrow, but I don't have cable. So like and I didn't find a honey with cable. That was like, you know, some of the requirements I'm looking for in a man, air conditioning, cable television so I can watch my, um, you know, (laughs) my my uh, award shows and, you know, compassion. Nice person would be good, too. But like more importantly, the cable and the uh, air conditioning would really do. Okay, I did something kind of um, funny today that I don't normally do a lot but like I split up recording the podcast and I just have to like be honest as to why because it's so dumb but last night I was recording the podcast and I honest to god just like couldn't stand looking at myself in like my iPhone reflection you know because I like record clips and shit and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna do this in the morning and what's why that's so funny first of all I'm like okay I'm 
I'm sure I'm getting my period. I I can see all the signs. Like, first of all, I feel bloated and ugly, obviously. But then also, like, I found things at work that, like, they are, they were annoying that happened. And it is, like, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. However, my reaction was, like, so wild. And I was like, oh, this is always what happens when I get my period. And um, so anyways, I feel like I'm getting my period. And so I insisted on recording in the morning because I was like, okay, I'll get up early. I'll get dressed and then I'll look so great. No, I'm like fresh out of the shower looking like ass and don't care. Don't care. So anyways, even though I am on a uh, self-love journey, some days you just can't stand to look at yourself. And you know what? That happens because I feel like when you're on these paths sometimes, at least for me, like I've been doing a lot of work on myself. I feel a lot better. I feel like one of my favorite versions of myself for sure. But obviously it's a work in progress. But like when things happen that betray that like thing that you're working on, sometimes it can be really discouraging. And I just wanted to let you know, because we're honest about mental health here on this podcast, that it happens to all of us in our healing journey. So anyways, Okay, only hot gossip moment I have for you as far as celebrity sleaze, um, you know, and not my own hot gossip uh, is that uh, Leah Michelle like literally had her debut as funny girl. And listen, I know she's canceled. It's just really it's really hard for me like to not root for her at all because I was a gleek. I had like my mom bought me a shirt it was like red long sleeve had sparkles on it had the glee logo my dad watched glee me and my roommates Eloy and george when we lived together we rewatched it and one of the one of the funniest but not funny memories is like there's a picture of me i'm in my i'm in my upgraded snowman pajamas i'm actually in my my favorite snowman pajamas that are are famous for other reasons um i was I was sitting there and the episode where um, Finn, a.k.a. Corey Monteith, decides to let Rachel, a.k.a. Leah Michelle, go to New York on her own and he like leaves her on the bus. Oh, I think it hits me like as hard. I don't know if harder than his like death episode. But that is all to say that I just like love them so much. And like it was just so tragic. But um from what I heard about Funny Girl, I don't know if this is true. So what I just read was that Leah Michelle like left a seat open for Corey Monteith. And I was like, I can't I can't hear this right now. Like, I'm just I'm, I'm at work. I can't be sobbing again. Like, I just have to get my shit together. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, so that I I thought that was really sweet. But then now she got covid. And I just feel like the plot thickens. Like, if you are sitting here not thinking that this whole scandal isn't like the perfect Glee episode, the fact that like funny girl came to Broadway, she didn't get it. And then there was all that controversy. And then she does. She does get it. She gets a wonderful first night from what I heard from the review. She did great. I don't know if you're allowed to like film in theaters. I thought you couldn't, but sneaky little bitches were. So I saw clips of her on TikTok and, you know, I mean, the bitch can sing. I don't know what to say. And um, so so then I was like, OK, but even those clips leaking and then her getting covid and not being able to perform for 10 days when she got her dream role, like, come on. It's like, who is God if not Ryan Murphy? I just I don't <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see what she what she does there. And um, I did catch a little bit. Now, I in the beginning of the podcast, I was talking about how I didn't watch the Emmys. And um, I did end up watching a little bit of it on TikTok. So I know a couple things and just have to call out like Lizzo won an Emmy and her speech was so great. And she was like, you know, growing up, I wanted to see black girls like me on TV, big girls like me on TV. And like, little did I know, like I was going to be like that representation, basically. And I thought that was like, super, super sweet. And um, Zendaya won. And uh, that's about all I really saw, to be honest. But it was uh, two great highlights for me on TikTok. I am excited to see more, see who won. I believe Ted Lasso won, which was what I was looking for. But um, I'll have to go back and do do some real ass digging on that. Hi friends, I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my new favorite brands, Kitsch. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going back into the office and Kitsch has not only been so useful from work from home life, 
It is also very helpful for going back into the office. So listen to this. I started with the very cute like cheetah print satin pillowcase that I'm obsessed with. It sets the tone for my new bedroom. I'm in love and honestly, it really does make my skin and hair feel better and I'm not just shitting you on that. And then when I was working from home, listen, I would do this thing where I would take a shower and then I would throw my hair up in the towel scrunchie. And then like when I felt like getting out of my pajamas and I had to have a meeting, I would go blow dry my hair and it cut down the time astronomically. And then now I've got like the little ice roller thing cause now I have to be up and like get in a car and drive to work. So I need to wake my ass up. And the ice roller just does just that and it's, so amazing, so helpful. And then I also got the heatless curler. So I can like curl my hair in that little, you know, pillow looking thing. And then I drive to work and I take it out and bam, I look flawless. I highly recommend Kitsch. They have all sorts of amazing products. Like I just named a bunch, but they have so much more. And you can get 15% off with promo code AshleySleek15. That is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, Sleek, S-L-E-E-K, 15 and you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram to shop super easy. It's at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay, bye. It has been so long since I've had any sort of like dating story to tell you all that I like don't even know where to begin. And that was the other thing last night. I was like, I need the energy for this because I, I was like, it's got to be told well. It just has to. Like, because when things go awry for me, the whole thing in the back of my mind and things people tell me is that at least you'll have content for the podcast. Like even when I was driving to the date, I called Kim and I was like oh, one of my best friends and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go. Like I was like, I'm so nervous. Like what if I'm boring? Blah, 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 blah. And she was like, first of all, yeah, right. And then, you know, she's like, no matter what content for the podcast. So here we are content for the podcast. I'll preface this by saying this wasn't like a bad date and maybe I'm being too judgmental, but that's a good thing, you guys, because before I wasn't and I would take anything like let us not forget that Mr. Gorgeous quite literally had a picture of his ex-girlfriend in the bedroom and I was still like, OK, no, <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? OK, so I met this guy on Bumble. Um, It wasn't nipples. I Trust me, I will talk about nipples after this. Um, I hope I remember. But anyways, okay, so <laughs> this guy seemed really nice. He like seemed normal. I matched with him after the podcast, which is why he didn't get mentioned. And really quickly, he was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to grab drinks? And what I was so excited about was we were talking in like paragraphs, which is my favorite thing ever. That's like such a green flag. If you're talking like you have so much to talk about and he responded to everything like the conversation just seems so great. And he was actually asking questions, which I know you might be thinking like, wow, the bare minimum, a guy asks you questions. Yeah, no, it is the bare minimum. However, it is extremely hard to come by. Like, like I will set them up slam dunk for a question to like ask and nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so easy to just say, if I ask you something to say, what about you? No, like, no. So anyways, um, this guy, I don't, I'm trying to think of like a nickname for him. But all I can think about calling him is Bad Ashley. And um, this is why. So we met up. Um, we pick, I picked Water Tower Kitchen, of course, because he was like, oh, I'm new to town. So I'm sure you like have better places. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, honestly, like um, I just gave him like a couple options that I knew. And he picked Water Tower. And I was like, I, I should just stop fucking around and go on all my dates at Water Tower Kitchen. At least the staff would have like a good laugh, you know. And um, to paint the scene, what was stressing me out was that like inside because it was Sunday. So like I forgot that Water Tower is also like a sports kind of bar. So like inside it was air conditioning and it felt great. But all the TVs were on and it was super loud. So I picked outside immediately. I was sweating and I was like, oh, my God, embarrassing, embarrassing. But, you know, I stuck it through. I was like, whatever, you're going to be fine. Just like calm down because I felt like my adrenaline was rushing. So it's just like making me sweat. You know, so anyways, we sat outside. I got there first, which is my dream. What I get most nervous about when I'm going on a first date, it's not like the date itself. It's that moment where you have to walk in to the restaurant and you're not like totally sure what they look like. And then you're like looking around and then you're like, is this is this this person? Like, I don't know. I just even when I walked in the restaurant this time, 
I saw like a guy that I thought might look like him. And then I just kind of dodged it really quick and was like, well, I texted him and said I was here and he didn't respond. It wasn't him. Thank God. But could you imagine if I would have just like sat down and been like, hey, I wonder if he would have just gone with it and maybe we would have fallen in love and I wouldn't be telling the story. So <laughs> anyways, uh, so he gets there and, you know, he had just got off work. So he works at a church, which was kind of funny because he said it in one of the, his text messages where he's like, um, you know, because I was like, oh, I'm free Sunday. He's like, I am too, but I work in the morning. And he's like, you know, I work at a church, but I'm not super religious. Like, I hope that's not a deal breaker for you. And then I was like, oh, that's funny because I can't do the afternoon either because I, I'm not super religious, but I have a church camp meeting. So, you know, I was like, oh, like, that's funny. We both kind of like feel similarly, whatever. And um, but then so he, he got there. He's telling me about work, which is great. But then it like quickly transitioned into like kind of this rant about like religion in general. And I was just kind of like a little overwhelmed. It wasn't like, you know, who the fuck says God exists. It was more like, you know, like churches get a really bad rap. And then he's like, you know, I went on a date with a girl and like on our third date, you know, she was like, wait, you care about gay people? And I was like, you didn't cover like, do you care about gay people on your first date? But he was like, you know, she was so shocked because I was a church person that I didn't, you know, care. And I was like, I mean, I, I couldn't even respond to that, by the way. There was no room to talk like this is what I'm trying to say head on. And you'll get this throughout the story. I, who hosts a 30 to an hour long podcast every week, just talking on my own, probably said about, I don't know, two to three stories during this whole time. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's long because let me tell you, we sat down at four and I was already back in my car at 530. So you know what I mean? So anyways, so he brings up like this girl and I, I thought it was weird because of like the context. But also I was like, it is like date number one. We are not even 20 minutes in and I'm already hearing about other girls you dated. And I just thought it was really weird because, you know, like with Scotland and I, we did at one point like hash out some of our bad dates from the past. But I think we were had been at least talking I, I think I like remember the conversation pretty vividly. And I know I was like driving. I think I was driving home when I got COVID. So that was in January and we matched in like November. You know what I mean? It was just like it was very quick to, I don't know, have this conversation. It was a little overwhelming for me. And then it got in from there. It like spiraled into dating in your 30s. And he's like, you know, dating in your 30s. It's just like it's so hard and the apps suck. And, you know, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but let me just say it again. Bashing the way that you met somebody is also very uncomfortable. Like for me, I'm happy to like chat with my girlfriends about how the dating apps suck. I don't really want to talk to the guy that I met on the apps that the apps suck. It was just like, and he mentioned, he's like, you know, then there's girls on their profile who will say things like, you know, you have to mesh his back. That's how this works. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, Guys say the same thing. And I was like, you know, my problem with Bumble is it's 24 hours and I just like never have my shit together enough. And he was like, oh, yeah, that is the, the bad part about Bumble. But, you know, it's just like interesting that girls will like have that on their profile. Like I've run into guys with the two and personally, like I don't match with them because I I just don't get the point in like shitting on the apps. I'm like, listen, like it's none of it's easy. But I, I was like, you know, for me, like I don't mind dating in my 30s. Like looking back on it right now. I mean, I was like, technically, I'm 29. She's young. Um, but anyways, I, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't mind dating in my thirties because honestly, like, I feel like I'm the getting to be the best version of myself right now. This is when I think I would attract like a good solid partner. It happens differently for everybody. I was like, you know, the majority of people in my life are found their person. Like most of my best friends are married off or in a long-term relationship and they met them early on, earlier on. But for me, like the person I was when I was 25, like I attracted who I thought I should be with at 25. And if I married the guy that I was dating at 25, I would be miserable. So for me, I don't really care about dating in my 30s because then, then it came up. And this is the part that I thought was funny. He was like, you're like 27, right? And I was like, your age is on the apps. Also, he was 32. So I was like, what's your range? You go down to 27. I mean, I have 27 on mine, I think. So I'm not like totally judging. But at the same time, I was like, OK. And I was like, no, I'm 29. He's like, oh, how do you feel about turning 30? 
And I was like, oh, you know, I feel great about it. I was like, I'm actually very excited. I feel like my 30s are going to be some of the best years of my life. I made a lot of, you know, growth and I, I think it's going to be great. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a really hard time turning 30. Like I just had like expectations of where I was going to be at, which is totally normal. And I'm glad he like opened up to me about that. I thought that was really cool. And this, by the way, I'm giving you the Sparks Note version. This went on for quite some time, which is totally fine. Um, it was just that like my answers I felt like were very short. I could see that he was ready to like say something. I didn't feel like he was, I think they call it like active listening or whatever, but it just very much felt like he's here to answer like his own questions kind of thing. And so, you know, he was saying that he had all these expectations for what he was, it was going to look like to be 30 and blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, that's totally normal. Like I felt the same way for a really long time. And, you know, it was really tough to like not have my life turn out the way that, you know, I wanted it to. But then I realized that these were expectations that were set by like other people and a different version of myself. And right now, like as long as I can be happy, that's the main goal. And I think that like I'll have accomplishments, but they don't need to have timelines on them. Would have been great to not be 30 and single for sure. What would I did I always think I'd be married by now? Like, yeah, for show. Sure. But right now it's kind of like, OK, but I'm not. But like it's not like my life sucks ass. And then what else did we talk about? Religion. We talked about politics. OK, so, yeah, this is the way I like would describe him. I think he's just like a little bit too passionate for me, which I know is weird. Like I really want to date somebody who has my same political beliefs. I don't need everybody in my life to. However, just looking back on it, dating Jimmy, us not seeing eye to eye or being like equally as passionate about things was tough. But this guy like really exceeded that. And it was just like a lot to take in. This is why I'm like saying that I felt like it was dating bad Ashley. He talked so much. He was loud, like the volume was loud. And I was like, oh, but I'm not going to tell him to be quiet because like there's like a couple things you can say to me that will just like fucking ruin my life. And one of them is like telling me to be quieter. It, it makes me feel so unconscious, so unconscious, so self-conscious, so insecure, like insecure enough to make me go unconscious. No, I'm just kidding. But like I, I so I would never say that. But, you know, he was like really up in arms about like a lot of political things. And it was just like a lot for me to take in because he's like, you know, people say like they don't really care and that's, you know, not OK. And I was like, no, I'm with you. However, I personally I get involved in my things, you know, but it's not the center of my universe. And I had to kind of make it that way because, you know, I know that's not fair and that's very privileged of me. It was just like too much to take on for me to think about it that much and get that like riled up about it that I just really needed breaks. So anyways, like, yeah, he was just really passionate. Like he was like, you know, Roe v. Wade. And he was like getting really mad about it, which was, you know, really great. But I was like, I promise you between the two people sitting here at this table, I am more upset about it. Like I, you don't have to convince me to be mad about any of these things. Like I'm with you. And so then I was just like religion, politics, other girls you've dated, these are just three topics. I thought these were like no goes like right away. You know, like we say on our profiles on Bumble what politics we're into, you know, like I, mine says I'm a liberal. We're good, you know, um, and because I also was thinking like it's nice to be with someone that passionate. However, I have friends and people in my life that aren't as equally as passionate or might have like a different and not like as far as like Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, you know, Roe v. Wade, like we all have the same. But like I have friends who are Republican and I was like, I need somebody who's going to be able to like adapt and like have and not be crazy talking to them. And I felt like I could foresee political arguments in my future. And I was like, no. Uh, um, so <laughs> I was like, I can't have this. Also, um, what was really awkward was that. So I got a beer and then he got um, a margarita uh, based off my recommendation because he said like margaritas and the watermelon margaritas at Water Tower Kitchen. They might as well sponsor me at this point are fantastic. So then the waitress comes by and she was like, uh, can I get you another round? And then he was like, no, not me. And I was like, OK, like not me either, you know. And I was like, wow, this guy just like literally wants to have one drink with me. Later on, he was like, oh, you know, it was just like really strong. And, um, you know, if I had another like, I don't think I'd be comfortable driving home. And I was like, I've yeah, we're not I don't think we're on the same alcoholic level either, which, you know, that's not a deal breaker, but it was just an interesting thing. Um, but I was just like, oh, OK, like this is ending. I feel like I didn't say uh 
anything. And I know this is horrible, but I'm just keeping it 100. I felt like the whole time I was trying to figure out two things. Like, were we compatible? But also, like, could I have sex with this man? I think like I was describing this date to my my uh, one of my coworkers, and she was like, it just sounds like you guys were friends. And I think the whole time that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I felt like I was sitting down and having dinner with a friend or lunch or a singular drink. I'm sorry. I was having a singular drink with a friend who had like absolutely no interest, like probably one of my friend's boyfriends at this point, because like. There was no flirtation like he wasn't, you know, not every guy is going to be like, oh, you look like really beautiful. But like I am also accustomed to that on dates, you know, no compliments, like no, no flirting, no flirting. Like I tried to be a little flirty because like over text message, he was like, um, you know, not a big deal, but I'll be judging you based off the place, you know, with like he, he did a little like emoji. I can't remember if it was a wink. I think it was. So then I was like, so, you know, how did I do based off your judgments? Like, you know, did, did I impress you or whatever? And he was like, oh, yeah, this is a cool place. And I was just like, OK. What? It was just so weird. So then I the whole time I was just like, maybe he's just not that into me. Like, maybe I don't look like my pictures or I wasn't like what he was expecting. And like, like I said, I, I for a minute there I was getting excited because one of the things that like I'm definitely looking for is somebody who can have conversation like, you know, I I with Jimmy, um, he was very quiet and I thought that I wanted that. I thought I wanted like the opposite of me. And then um, I realized that I don't like that because I, I want to be able to like go to parties and people like and him have fun all on his own. Like Jimmy always had fun because he didn't like need to talk to people. But like it'd be nice for people to have fun. Like one of my favorite memories and when I should have known that Jimmy and I should break up was that um, we went to a wedding. I was in a wedding with um, Ki- Bestie of the podcast, Kim and Julie, and Julie and I had to go down early because the um, like our dates, our boyfriends were not invited to the rehearsal or they couldn't stay. No, it wasn't that they were invited to the rehearsal, but they weren't allowed to stay at the Airbnb with us on the first night because it was just like a girl's thing. But then there was like nowhere for the guys for them to stay like they couldn't go stay with the groomsmen so it was just like okay they would have to buy a hotel room for one night and that just didn't seem like worth it so they ended up driving together and I just started dating Jimmy and um Julie's now husband and one of my good friends for a long time since he was able to tell me this had mentioned early on that like you know my boyfriend was a little boring and I did not take I was like yeah that's like you know, I'm so exciting. So I needed somebody who wasn't. And I should have known then. I should have known then. But whatever. I love to make a five year mistake. And <laughs> anyways, nothing to do with the date. Like, I really did like that he could hold a conversation. I just felt like he might be somebody uh, perfect for someone else. And I, the other thing that I was thinking, you know, it was great because I really loved he was in therapy and I loved that. And he like opened up about things that he was like working on and that. And, and I love that. But I also just kind of felt like and I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't sound cocky, but also I feel like you all have been on my journey with me. So I feel like you're going to understand what I'm saying. It's just like I felt like we weren't on the same level on our journeys. Like I felt like genuinely I was like if he did therapy for another like year, I actually feel like we probably would have been perfect for each other. But it was just that there were things that I feel like I didn't think he was ready for me and I was I'm trying to protect my own energy because one of the things, you know, I was worried about about dating that Andrew and I talked about was like, um, you know, I think I mentioned this last podcast, but I was like, I thought I had done so much healing after Jimmy going into Scotland. And I think I did. And I think I was like definitely a better version of myself there. But I did see that I allowed myself to make some similar mistakes. And I um you know, I just I was nervous about dating again because I didn't want to make those mistakes again. And, um, you know, and, and with this, I was like, am I being too judgmental? Am I, you know, am I taking this like too much on? And but then I was like, you know, I, I kind of felt like in talking to one of my girlfriends last night, she was like, you know, I feel like he was almost kind of a Debbie Downer. And I feel like I don't think his energy would have ended up matching mine. Like, 
And one of the things he said that I thought was so interesting was he was like, you know, I what I loved on your profile was that you said you had golden retriever energy. And he was like, wow, like I wish I was more positive like that. And like it'd probably be nice to have somebody that positive in my life. And it was it was a total compliment. I know he didn't mean anything by it. But for me, I was like, see, that's the problem. I don't want to be with somebody who benefits like they benefit from being with me and like they take all my energy and then like I don't get it back. You know, I'm not saying that like this has happened before. It's just something that I'm like looking for. You know, I just want someone who's going to be like on that level. And when he said he was going to therapy, I was so excited about that because like I think everybody should be in therapy and it's nice when you're both on a healing journey. I just think I'm a little bit farther and I don't want to be like pulled back, if that makes sense. Also, the other thing is, um, since the second half of my podcast and I can say this, you know, the other thing I kept thinking about the whole time besides like, are we compatible was like, do I think I could have sex with this man? And we all know that I'm a first date fucker. And I was so stressed about it because I was like, I am honest to God. I'm just like keeping it 100. It's my podcast. If Kanye West can sit here and talk about how much diarrhea Kim Kardashian had, then I'm also going to talk about diarrhea. And like I I've just been really sick with it. And I was like, I can't bring a fucking man home. Also, I was like trying to figure out because my knees still injured. My feet are still weird. And I was like, can I really sit in a spread eagle position and get a vagina wax? You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, you know what? This is a sign you're just not going to be a first date fucker. But it was like there wasn't even an opportunity. There wasn't even an opportunity. I was like, I don't I don't think this man. I don't know. I was just like I wasn't picking up on any. Like I said, it was literally like I was sitting down and having drinks with a friend, which is totally fine. But I was like, there is absolutely not even a minuscule a sexual tension here. And at first I was like when I was looking back on it, I was just thinking, oh, maybe I was like being too hard. But I was like, there was no flirting. And and listen, one of the things that I really am nervous about like getting again was like I remember when I first went back to dating after Jimmy it was like just so much sexting and it was just like that happened like so fast and you know like I think I talked about this when I went on the date with that therapist like months and months and months ago that you know like that was so nice that that wasn't like a thing and also the fact the fact that like he didn't want to have sex on the first date was like fun but also they we were still flirting so I still like at some point will bang with this, I was like, I don't know, absolutely at all. Like, you know, it was just it was it was like, I don't need the like sexting in the beginning, but like just a little bit, like just a little bit of sexual tension would be nice. It was just it was so dry. And I'm so glad I didn't waste a painful vagina wax on the situation. You know what I mean? Like, I just I could have gone. It just could have gone awry. So anyways, OK, so at the end of the day, um, he was like, so I think I'm going to um, I think I'm going to head out. And I was like, or he said something along the lines of like, basically, I'm leaving. And I was like, oh, like, so where did you park? And he was like, oh, you know, in the lot. And I was like, well, I'm I'm over there, too. We can like walk out together. Like, was he going to leave me at the table? And then listen, I'm not here to judge anybody's financial situation. However, I do have to say this because whatever I'm always I always offer to split the bill. I just want to lay it out there that if he got a margarita and I got a pint of beer. So seven dollars. The bill comes and I'm like, so do you do you want to split it? And he was like, yeah, that'd be great. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I I would buy my friends like if I go out to drinks with a, like a girlfriend and we each get one drink, which never happens. I'm not splitting the bill with her. I'm picking up her beer. It was just like very interesting. I was like wondering what the waitress thought, like because I had told the hostess that I was going on a date, obviously, because like tell everyone everything. Um, but then like I was like when the when when our waitress came, like if I was the hostess, I would like totally tell the waitress and be like, oh, watch this shit. They're on a date. You know what I mean? Um, but I was like, oh, my God, he had us literally split a, a drink, you know, and it was it was a lot. When, when I get full meals, like I never judge like the the therapist guy that I went on a date with we split the bill and I didn't check it off in my mind as like a flag it was more just that we got one singular drink and I was like okay also if you go by like bs rules it's like okay but you got like a 15 dollar margarita and I got a seven dollar beer a seven dollar beer and so now I had to pay more and, and there's that so 
anyways at the end of the day like i ended up walking him like like his car was past or before mine so i guess i i guess i walked him to his car um <laughs> and it was very much still daylight out very much five like 30 in the afternoon and he had mentioned on the date that he was like um he's like you know when he was ta- going on his rant about dating apps and i honestly to god like I, which is funny since we talked so much about religion, I just felt like he was going on rant after rant after rant. And I think that's what was like a lot for me. And, um, you know, I, I, it was, it was like a lot. And I know that I go on rants too, but I just feel like, I don't know. It was so, it was too much energy for me. I think maybe I'm just not, maybe I am more tired than I think. And I just like couldn't hang. But anyways, so at the end of the end of the like date, oh, sorry. No, I was going to tell you that he um, during the date was saying that he doesn't even think he can consider what we are on a date because he's like, you know, this is just like a getting to know you kind of thing. And I was like, oh, OK, like I felt like I was on a job interview and like I know that dating is kind of like that, but I really did feel like it was formatted like a job interview. And so at the end, you know, we just kind of left like, no, I was like, OK, well, like, thanks for the date, you know, and then he like went in for a hug and I was like, okay, so whatever we hugged and, you know, no talks of like seeing each other again. He was just like, oh yeah, I had fun. So then I was like, I I genuinely don't know if I'll hear from this man again, you know? So then I woke up yesterday, he texted me and he was like, hey, I had a lot of fun. Would you want to see each other again? And I just had like the most, my workday was a lot. I was in a lot of meetings and when I wasn't in meetings, I was trying to catch up on stuff. And then when I got off work, I was like really like emotionally exhausted. And so I just needed a minute. I need to watch, like I said, one episode of Ted Lasso. Then I talked on the phone with one of my girlfriends and then I tried to report the record the podcast and then I just had to go to bed. It was just like too much. Wasn't in the space um, to respond. But I think uh, today I don't want to ghost. I don't I this isn't a ghosting situation to me. And I think I'm just going to tell him, you know, that I didn't, you know, thank you so much for a wonderful day. I just personally didn't feel like, um, you know, a, a chemistry there, like from a romantic standpoint. But, you know, it was I had a really fun time talking to you. Like, I feel like we could be friends. Um, but yeah, I just don't I don't know about all that. And and it's really interesting to me because this is actually the first time because I've been talking to my friends and I'm like, I don't know, like, do I give him a, another chance? Because I was like, maybe he was just nervous, like all this stuff. And, you know, they were like, I mean, I don't think if you can, if you want, but like, I don't really think so, because it just didn't seem like there was that big connection there. And I think for me, too, in like doing my work with with Andrew, you know, one of the things that I struggle with is like, I don't want people to not like me. And so I will do things that like might not make me comfortable, but I will do them for other people. There's a difference. Like a lot of the times I do things for people because I genuinely love them. I would say that like. 98% 98% of the time I'm do- if I'm doing something for someone it's because like I love them and I want to right there is a 2% of me that I'm working on that does things because I feel like I need to because if I don't then someone's gonna be mad at me and hates me and it was kind of like this with this guy it's like I don't owe him anything though like we went on a date it didn't it didn't work out it's just I personally have never been in this situation before because every guy that I a lot a lot of the times we never made it to the dating part when it came to like being on the app. So like if I wasn't interested anymore, like I would just not respond. If they were interested anymore, they would just not respond. And then the people that I went on dates with, you know, that was very far and few between, you know, Mr. Gorgeous, who I just decided I loved and, you know, whatever. Um, We all saw how that turned out. Um, You know, obviously Scotland and we ended up dating uh, for a long time. And then, you know, there was also like the therapist guy who, you know, he called things off with me and it was because he didn't want kids, you know, or I, sorry, I was because I didn't want kids. So it was like one of those things that like, I haven't really been in this situation before. And, um, yeah, it's a, it very, I feel very bad about it, but like, I also don't think it's worth wasting, his time either if I'm already kind of like on the fence because I think that I'll go into the date already 
not like I don't know if I'll be able to go into it open minded again. I just don't. It's not that he was a bad guy. We just like weren't compatible and that that's like OK, because I was also chatting with um, one of my one of my girlfriends, uh, Kristen. I went over to their place after because we were talking about hanging out on Sunday and I was like, oh, I have a date. And then I was done at 530 and I was like, well, if you're still free, like I'm free, you know, and so grabbed a six pack and hung out with her and her husband, Alan, my besties. And um, <laughs> and she mentioned something that I was like, oh, my God, this is exactly the standard for me. Like she said, you want somebody that when you go to an event with people and you get into the car, you're like ready to debrief, like you're ready to like, you know, I'm not trying to say like talk shit about everybody, but like you're ready to like you feel comfortable that you are going to be like having a good time and like, you know, kind of gossiping. Like we all know I love the tea. I need a man who also loves the tea. Like doesn't have to be as like obsessed with it as me, but like you've got to be able to go to a party with me and us like talk about drunk Aunt Sue. Like, you know what I mean? I just and I felt like he didn't give me those vibes. He didn't give me the vibes that he could sit in the car with me and, you know, go like he he would rant but it would be about politics and i want to rant about you know the like multiple drinks that this person had or the fact that like i didn't get to have a cupcake because this person ate them all like that's 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 what i'm looking for i'm looking for somebody who's gonna do that that with me and also like i just um you know i i felt like i was saying a lot of things that were probably helpful for him but i didn't necessarily feel like it was helpful for me. So this is a big moment for me. I haven't set the text yet. I'm going to do it this morning after I'm done recording. But um, yeah, that was my first date back after a really long time. And, you know, it does. I will say this because I want to be honest about like this whole situation, because I think that a lot of people watch someone dating and they get discouraged sometimes. They're like, oh, my God, how's that person doing it after this? Like I got very discouraged. I felt like I went back on the apps like that night, you know, and I felt like I wasn't getting any matches and I wasn't even seeing anybody that I would want to match with. But I was kind of like, okay, maybe like, you know, and it got like very discouraging and I felt like really overwhelmed and all this stuff. And then, you know, like I kind of just had to recheck myself because, yes, as we all know, like the dating apps suck and this whole dating process is like not fun. But to me, at the end of the day, like, and I know I've said this a bunch of times, so it's annoying. But like to me, at the end of the day, you're on the path to find your soulmate and nothing that has been rewarding in anybody's life has come easy. Like you might think it did looking back on it, but in reality, it didn't like some of the best things in my life are like my friendships and, you know, and my relationships. And I had to work to get those like, you know what I mean? Like you build relationships and then the reward is so great that you have this person in your life or like, you know, in sports, it's like my dad and I joke about this all the time because I'm like, you know, we, we talk about like when I thought I ended up actually being like good at sports. And, um, you know, it took a lot. I was like maybe my sophomore year in junior year of college, you know, and then I and I was like, I, but I worked all this time up to get to that point and it was so rewarding. Right. So like it's like you have to kind of do things to get to the point that you want to be at. And that's what it's like with dating. It's like, you know, we, we like the apps and all this stuff and going on dates that weren't ideal. Like at the end of the day, the reward's going to be so great. But if you cut yourself off to all that, if you're just like, I don't want to fucking deal and the apps are too much and but you're also not going out and meeting anybody, you're never going to get that like, quote unquote, reward like, you know, so at the end of the day, even though I was I was very discouraged and I was like having a really tough time, it ended up being, you know, fine and and there's moments like that so when you get like that and you're like fuck it I can't fucking do this anymore and like the next guy that like just literally says hi back to me on Bumble I'm just gonna marry because like we all get there just just remember that like it, it's okay it like you don't have to marry the guy that just gave you attention you don't have to you don't have to go on a second date with somebody that you didn't feel a connection with and you don't have to feel bad if you're having a dry spell of, um, you know, of matches like it will it will just come, unfortunately, when it's supposed to. And that's super annoying advice. But that's just where I'm at. Also, oh, my God, I forgot this about um, <laughs> about the date. He said that one of his least favorite pieces of like advice is everything happens for a reason. And I was like, 
oh, uh-oh. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, everything happens for a Riesling. He was talking about it in a sense of like something really bad happening at work. And so I was like, no, I totally get that. I was like, I think that piece of advice is like, only good for certain things like if somebody dies I don't feel like everything happens for a reason is very like comforting you know what I mean like I feel like that's a little like insensitive I just more mean like you know I think like sometimes if I'm crying over a speeding ticket I'm like okay well happened for a reason because maybe I would have been speeding and like it hit a cow I don't know so anyways um the oh the other thing was that he had a podcast so that's that's what I'm talking about I was like I feel like we should be getting along but then I was like I don't know maybe you're too much like me I don't know anyways so he had a podcast and it was like a sports talk podcast and um they're him and his friend were doing it they're not doing it right now but I was like oh I have a podcast and he was like oh really and he's like oh is it monetized did he didn't even ask me what it was about I just said like oh yeah I don't really like share it on dates I feel like he just learned too much about me but like never once did he ask me like what the podcast was about and then I was like are you asking me about monetizing it because you want to monetize yours like okay so anyways all right I gotta tell you about nipples you guys I, I, I fucked up. I, I, I gave myself the ick on nipples. I called him nipples on the podcast. I can't see it now. I went back to his profile and I was just like, I don't know. And then, but nipples has been so persistent, so persistent nipples literally like, so when I started this, um, this podcast, I got like a good morning, like, how are you doing text? And it was from like a 408 number because it popped up on my computer. So I don't have numbers saved on here. And I was like, oh, shit, like, who is this? And then I went back and it was nipples. I haven't talked to nipples in days, like literally so long. Like he just keeps trying, though, which I can't decide. I feel like the persistency is nice, but it's also weird. Like I get a double text and I'm going to talk about this in a minute, a hot minute about double texting. I, I understand a double text. However, I've gotten four. Four text messages. And I, I feel bad, but I just I gave myself the ick on nipples because I called him nipples on the podcast. I can't unsee it. And I don't know what to do. I feel like it's weird. Like, what am I supposed to do? Text him and be like, hey, sorry, I'm not responding to you. I called you nipples on my podcast and now I can't unsee it. And I just gave myself the ick. You know what I mean? I can't. I just I absolutely can't. I, I match back with him in a weak spot and I feel like I'm paying for it. I just I don't know what to do. And um, I also think it is giving me more of the ick that he keeps texting me because it's just like, I'm not responding. Let me ghost you. And I and I didn't want to get bad ghosting karma. You know what I mean? I'm very concerned about that. However, everybody ghosts everybody. And sometimes sometimes ghosting's nice. I don't want to tell this guy that I thought that his nipples are weird. You know what I mean? Like, I, and that's also, by the way, like, it's not just that. I really went back through his profile and I was just like, I don't I don't I didn't find us like that compatible. And then in our like short texting conversation, he was another person that like wouldn't really ask me questions. And I was like, I just I don't want this level of like non conversation. You know what I mean? And now that the persistency has continued, it's a little like it's a little no for me. But OK, I want to talk about the double texting thing, because OK, there was this guy that I matched with right before I went to camp. And we talked like sporadically through like me being at camp. I didn't have a lot of like Internet, but like, you know, we had like this great conversation. And then when I came back, like I didn't really hear back from him. But I went back on my apps as, you know, I haven't been on in a long time. And he's still like in my messages. And I was like, how weird would it be? I don't know what is drawing me to this guy, but for some reason I like because most people that like just end up ghosting, I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm just like, OK. But there's something in me that just like really wants to message him again. And I don't know. I feel like I have nothing to lose except for that. Like, I don't want to look like nipples. I don't want to look desperate. But then again, it's like I never see this guy anyway. So like, I don't know. I'm kind of in my shoot, shoot my shot era. I, I also I think that I was like a little bit hesitant when I was talking to him because he's also from Scotland and um specifically Glasgow. And I was like, is this weird? Like, is this weird? But then I was like, Ashley, like you can't like it's not like if Scotland dated another person from Livermore, it would be weird. You know, it just feels weird because it's like a different country. But like you date several different Americans all the time, you know, which it was kind of a funny thing because um, 
uh, since he was from Scotland, I got to pull out my Scotland knowledge. And I was like, oh, are you a Celtic or a Rangers fan? And he was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you know about this. Like, I, w- I might have to marry you right away. And that's how our conversation went. It was all about our wedding. So that you know what I mean? It was just funny. I want him back. But um, yeah, I didn't have the heart to tell him how I knew that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, after I said it, I was like, oh, crap. What if he asked me, like, how I how I knew that? Like, what am I going to say? Like, this was a story that I was going to tell, like, a long time ago and was just, like, insecure about it. But I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Like, whatever. You know, I was like, oh, my God, am I homie? Am I homie hopping across Scotland? Like, and then and then what do I call him? Can't call him, like, Scotland, too. Like, you know, it was just... But I really think that going into dating, I have to stop worrying about what I'm going to call them on the podcast, because clearly that's um, that that's not a good thing. So anyways, I think that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it today or um, I guess I'll wait. Wednesday debuts the podcast. This is Tuesday morning. So if you think this is a horrible idea, please um, DM me as soon as possible. But I don't know. I don't feel like I have anything to lose. And there's something there. I don't know. Like maybe I'm making it up in my head, but like I, there's never been anybody else who's ghosted me that I've ever like had the. And I'm not, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say I got ghosted a lot, okay? Like, let's relax. It's only happened a few times. But, like, chicken nuggets. If you remember, like, if, you, if you're if you a loyalist of the podcast, you've been listening a long time, there was a guy that I was talking to that we called Chicken Nuggets because he was obsessed with chicken nuggets. And we had great conversation, and he was really fun to talk to. And then one day he just, like, disappeared, and I didn't care. I mean, I, I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's good. But for some reason, I was like... There's also that interesting, like, I had really bad internet. Like, what if he never got my last text, you know? I don't know. That's probably not what happened, but I'm, I'm on a mission. Okay, anyways, I'm sorry what moment of the week. I realized something um, that I learned from TikTok, actually. So this could have been the TikTok segment. But I just felt like it needed to be talked about here because um, I, it's, someone pointed it out. This guy was, did a TikTok. And he was like, I, I, a woman told me once that a man in a sweater is one of the sexiest things out there. And I was like, okay, whatever. You guys, this man, out of sight of a sweater, probably never would have swiped on him, right? Like, I was like, okay, like, whatever. He put on the sweater, and I was like, oh, shit. I would totally date and fuck this guy. And what was so weird about because then I kept thinking about it, and I remember when I was dating Jimmy that like I was like, maybe this is why we kept not breaking up, because I feel like I would get really fed up around sweater weather. Like I the whole year I was angry. But like when it got deep into like September, October, November, December, which makes sense because it's my power season. So I was feeling powerful. And these were the times I was like, we're going to break up. I think he would just put on that sweater and I wouldn't do it. I, I swear to God, a sweater has so much power. Like, I'm sorry. What is that? Like, what is that? And, she, and then some other girl like stitched it and was like, yes, like men think like the female gaze is like, you know, being shirtless. Oh, clearly not for me because the nipples. But um, I'm just kidding with being like shirtless and like taking gym selfies. But in reality, it's like sweater weather. And I was like, no, like I think my professional porn would be like a man in a pumpkin patch in a sweater. Like I think that would just be it for me. I could not believe the power of the sweater. Like my my people out there who also enjoy men, unfortunately, do you feel the same way? Like, how does a sweater have that much power? I wish I like could show you all the video because it was literally night and day. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like if I go into dating apps, because right now everyone's got their summer picks up. I was wondering if dating apps are kind of like your like social media profile. Like, do you switch your pictures for the season? Like, should I be putting more of my fall pictures up? Like, I don't know. Do they change? Because a lot of everyone's pictures right now are like boats and like being out outside. Like, do you switch for the winter? Do you do a winter photo shoot? Like Christmas time, Christmas cards, Bumble Christmas card? I have no idea. So anyways, but I'm nervous. I'm like, if they switch to that and every man's got a sweater on, I'm going to absolutely lose my shit. No wonder I could date in the fall. I Yeah, like I, yes, sweaters. Who would have known? Like, I'm sorry, what? How is that? How is that such a big thing? It's just a, it's a complete game changer. I'm very overwhelmed by it. But very, you know, I was like, do I have a wedding where like my groom wears a sweater somehow? Like it was a whole thing. I mean, suits, suits are hot, too, for sure, though. But like sweaters are really, really something different. I just like I couldn't believe it. This man, I like would have never talked to him. I swear I'm not even exaggerating. Like I was like, no. 
maybe if this guy would have worn a sweater, it would have been a little bit different. However, no, I have to. He wasn't bad looking, by the way. He was actually really cute, which was super unfortunate. And now that I'm thinking about it, he probably would look great in a sweater. He just has perfect sweater vibes. Like he totally would look good in a sweater. I can't think about that or else I will change my mind and I need to double down on this that like he wasn't the one and it's okay and it's fine. Don't get trapped by the sweaters. Oh my God. So funny. So like anyways, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for giving me a reason to go on dates besides finding the love of my life. It's great to be able to report back to you. Um, let me know if you think I'm being too hard on nipples and I will I will text him back if you all think I should. Um, but I'm excited to be back out there. I know it's really hard to my fellow single bitches out there. I know this is hard, but I promise you like you like Schmidt said a new girl like you are the prize. Like, don't forget that. Like, you, you've you got this. It's all going to be OK. It's all going to work out like you're going to be happy and, you know, just do it for the plot. Do for the plot of your own fucking story. You know what I mean? So I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to submit your Ask Ashley questions. You can find them on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Just click that link in the bio. Um, and please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, download. Um, I am so close to averaging 100 downloads an episode. So that would be great. Oh, I also have to plug because um, George is, uh, I think he's my low key TikTok manager and I'm really close to 4,000 followers. So, um, if you haven't already, please follow me on TikTok so we can get to that 4,000. I think I'm at like three, three, nine, three, seven, something like that. You know, I'm bad at reading numbers, so don't judge me. But anyways, um, I'm super close. So if you have TikTok or you want to just download it to follow me for funsies, um, that would be great. I have my outfit from the date on there so you can see like what I look like. Um, that was like a whole debacle. But anyways, I just love you all so much. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. Have a fabulous rest of your week and um, I will be back next week. OK, bye.